Welcome to How to Keep Your Day Job, brought to you by the Morningstar Consultants. If you're interested in succeeding, exceeding, growing, or listening to the stories of others who have done just that, you're in the right place. We are your hosts, Lisa Goss and Stacey Bailey. We want to help you hone your skills, succeed in your job, get your dream job, or keep your dream job. Like Mark Twain said, find a job you enjoy doing and you'll never have to work a day in your life. Now let's identify your purpose and build a career around that. Check out our show notes for where you can find us on social media, how to sign up for our newsletter. Do you have an idea for a podcast, a podcast guest? Message us. Thanks for being with us today. Time is precious and we're honored that you're sharing it with us. Now on with the show. The name of this episode, Busy or Balance, is particularly important to me. I have worked to try and be less busy and find that elusive balance for as long as I can remember. So this episode might be particularly interesting to those who are living in that fight or flight or have been. For those who are still chasing that elusive balance, those that are feeling overwhelmed. You've heard me speak in previous podcasts about the role of an executive director in the not-for-profit sector and how it is often like herding cats. But did you know while we are herding all those cats, while we're in that fight or flight state, stress hormones are increased. That affects our executive functioning. So the prefrontal cortex, it declines our memory, our judgment, our impulse control. All of these things deteriorate. You get cranky. You get anxious. It affects your sleep. It can have effect on your nutrition and your overall metabolic health. And it also leads to poor coping skills, maybe because of my childhood, maybe because I'm a nurse. This state was always pretty normal for me. And then when I started helping leaders feel better, do better, I turned back again to my nursing and how we triage. And now if you've ever been in my coaching groups or one-to-one with me, you've heard me talk about compartmentalizing. I draw a big box. Maybe it has four squares in it. Maybe it has six. One could be your work. One could be your volunteerism, your family or partner, maybe friendships. However, your life is kind of divided up into those sections. And just like if I was working in an eMERGE and started to triage the individuals that were coming in, I help you work through all of those different segments of your life. And then look at the priorities, priority one, priority two, priority three. So if you're ready to move from fight or flight or busy to balance, stay tuned. We're going to dig in here. So going back to my boxes and compartmentalizing. When you're someone that can't compartmentalize and prioritize and triage, if you want to call it, it doubles those stress hormones. And everything becomes a priority. You can't do everything. The fact is you can't do everything on your to-do list all at once. But there are people living and working in that mode continuously, feeling spread thin, always having anxiety and worry. So when I work with people, I get them to triage what's in front of them. And then we spend a lot of time working on boundaries and how to say no. 
we've talked about in other podcasts, but I really focus on prioritization and organization. What I want to do by taking those boxes and compartmentalize and picking out some of the priorities so that we could focus on them. First, it's ticking things off your list, and that feels fantastic. Then it's figuring out your pain points. But I also want to reduce your daily decisions. Close your eyes and think of a day where you had to make decisions all day long. It's exhausting. By the end of the day, how good were those final decisions? So what we do at Morningstar is help people design their lives differently. Help them avoid the coping mechanisms that aren't healthy. And that's where it comes in where we always say we're business and life strategists. Because you have to look at the big picture. I can't just come in and help the finances in your organization or the human resources or the relationship with your board. It's the entire picture that needs to be reviewed and looked at so that we can help support you find your own success. Because consultants and coaches should care enough, be invested enough to understand more than just the job in front of you. They need to understand how healthy you are and what's happening in your life. There's a saying I might have said in other podcasts, but if you know me in person, I say it a lot. We're all five minutes away from something. And I think coaches and consultants that understand that dig a little deeper to see what the barriers are to success for individuals, where the pain points are, what's holding them up from finding their success. I get it. I've been there. Before I had these solutions, all I did was worry. I think I was born a worrier. I watched a presentation once. It might have been a TED Talk, something that you know, likely I watched when I should have been winding down at night, spending some time meditating, reading something quieter, but I was scrolling on the internet. And then I think I actually physically got out of bed to write this down. Okay, well, it's coming in useful now, but, but trust me, it's rare when you get yourself out of bed to write something down that it ever comes back in your favor. So here it was. The person said, 40% of the things we worry about don't ever happen. 10% of the time, we're worrying about sickness, either real or imagined. 30% of the time, we're worrying about the past and things that we can't change anyway. 12% of the time, we're worried about what others say, think, and do. And what's that saying? What others think, say, and do is really none of our business. So what that leaves is 8% of what we worry about might actually happen. So here comes the call for action. You and you alone are the only person in control of your life. Listen to that again. You and you alone are in control of your life. There's a great quote by Teddy Roosevelt. And he said, do what you can with what you have where you are. And that's all we can ask of ourselves. Don't you find that sometimes when people explain how busy they are, it sounds like something that's happened to them rather than what they chose. I really like Brene Brown. If you haven't read her books, please pick up one. Sometimes they're difficult to read because you see yourself on the pages. She talks a lot about shame and vulnerability. 
she talks about avoiding deep feelings. And one of the things she says is that we create busy because as long as we're busy, we don't have to really look at ourselves and look at our vulnerabilities. So being overwhelmed is more than just mildly stressed. It's almost like you feel submerged in the current things that are going on in your life to a point where you're frozen, you're paralyzed, you're not effective, you're hiding out. I always kind of compare it to the the Netflix binging where you just throw the covers over and you hide from all the things that you need to be paying attention to. So it is like feeling submerged, like you're in the ocean. It's scary and you may not be able to swim. You feel unable to act. You're unable to think rationally or function. This could be brought on by life events. We were just in a global, and still are, in a global pandemic. Could be work life, personal relationships, or it could be the career that you feel is spinning out of control. And I know I always go back to not-for-profit leadership, but also small business. You are all things to all people, and that is overwhelming in its own. So some strategies that could help mitigate these feelings of being overwhelmed. Embrace anxiety. Fighting against it doesn't help. It probably makes you feel more anxious. Remember that this is a known response to being out of your comfort zone. It's a normal emotion. It feels really uncomfortable, but it's not dangerous. Be mindful. Acknowledge what's going on for you. Go back to what we talked about earlier around designing your life. The more structure, the more you're able to deal with the day-to-day things. And then when new things come about, you can manage them better. Acknowledge the experience. Sit with those feelings in your body. Challenge negative thoughts. It's easy when we're overwhelmed to get distorted thinking. Your anxiety grows. It amplifies. You're overwhelmed. Notice those negative patterns. Stop them in their tracks. I used to cope with the chocolate McCain cake, and although it is fabulous, and kudos to McCain, it wasn't a healthy coping strategy for me. Practice mindfulness. Get back in the present. Don't worry about the future. Remember how we talked about those earlier in the podcast, about what is actual real things that could happen compared to what we worry about the past and the future. One has already happened and you can't change it. And the other, you don't have a lot of control of what's going to happen. And worrying about it isn't going to make anything better. Prioritize and let go of the rest. Remember, come back to looking at your priorities. Think about activities in your life that are optional. When I work with people in those boxes of activities, whether it's work, play, relationships, we talk about what's serving them and what they, what they don't need in their life, what's not a priority. And then you'll figure out there aren't as many shoulds and have tos. You'll realize that you have that control. Get organized. Remember how I said about designing your life. I do things that are, that are simple and I usually pass on these keys in coaching. On Sundays, I make things like egg bites or muffins so that in the morning I can grab something so I'm not avoiding nutrition or I'm not turning to my unhealthy coping mechanisms of McCain cakes. There's something readily available for there. 
even organization around coping, because you'll hear chocolate is, is a big one for me. Uh, I, I'm short. If you've ever met me in person, I'm, I'm little. I put any chocolate from the house really high up. So I really have to want it. I have to go get the stool. I have to get up so that I could get that chocolate. And, and by the time I start to think I'm getting a stool, it just puts me back to why am I, why am I going to get this? Is this healthy or is this unhealthy? Commitments are another big one. We're always being asked to be on a board, help with a fundraiser, volunteer at your kid's school, you name it, run a sock drive. There's always a need for your skill, your expertise. Maybe friends are asking you to read their resume. It's endless the amount of things that people want from us. I try to teach people to not say yes in the moment, especially when you're confronted with somebody who needs something that you care about or you respect. But take some time, look at your priorities, look what you have on your plate, and then answer them. Nobody's ever going to be hurt or offended by saying, you know, I hear that that's important to you. I'm going to take a look at my schedule and see what I could do to help. Or I can maybe get a referral or I can give you some contacts that can help you with that project. And that's okay. We can't be all things to all people. And sometimes, you know, it's bigger than what we at Morningstar can do in the room with somebody. And sometimes I make referrals to good therapists that they can work on kind of unpacking things that are uh, beyond our scope. So to wrap things up, busy to balance. Busy is not something that happens to us. It's something that we choose. See someone, ask for help, use your EAP. If it's complicated, get a therapist. Reach out for a business coach. Join a group coaching program. In ours and Morningstar, we dig deep into all of the realms of people's lives and we help listen, prioritize and support them. But within the business realm, we can relieve some of their pain points, which also frees up time. Albert Einstein once said, life is like riding a bike. To keep your balance, you have to keep moving. Life is not unlike riding a bike. Our goals are to move forward. We always have to navigate obstacles. It's a gift to take in the scenery as we go. And in the end, all we want is to enjoy the ride. Find that balance. Learn to say no. Make self-care a priority. And get a good coach that can help you along the way. Lisa, I like what you said about you and you alone are in control of your life. I've seen examples of you helping people understand how to get control using that grid or boxes. Like you said, even when we're in the weeds at Morningstar, we put things in the boxes and then we start to prioritize them. We tick off some easy wins and that feels fabulous. And you know I love a good checklist. I always feel like I'm moving forward and accomplishing things when I can check things off my list. Sometimes we look at our Morningstar list and we throw things out because they're they're not our stuff. When when you prioritize, it's less overwhelming. It's like you said, design your life, design your entire life. I've seen you work with people where you look at other things outside of their business or their organization. Who does what in the household? How do you share chores? 
I've even had your egg bites, and I've seen the way your shoes are in little boxes. You you love to be organized. You help people understand how to organize their lives and businesses to gain a sense of control, be empowered, and feel less stress. And if I can do it for myself, I can do it for you. I've got to say, I get up in the morning. Those shoe boxes are brilliant. My closet has pants and tops on the same hanger. I can open the door, pull out a full outfit, grab the shoes from the clear box that shows me what's in there, put my outfit together, and it takes seconds. Before I organized my closet, I was like searching what I'm going to wear today, what matched, what top went with what, where's a cardigan that matches this. It's just a waste of time. Simple things like that, putting that design in your life, your entire life helps you succeed in your day job. But that one simple step, look how many decisions I took out of my day. There's a quote from Benjamin Franklin, and he said, Pour the coins of your purse into your mind, and your mind will fill your purse. Coaching is an investment, either one-to-one or in-group coaching. It's an investment in yourself. Investments pay off. Currently, if you reside in the province of Manitoba, did you know there's a grant open, I think it opened September 6th, to provide reimbursement for education? Contact us. We could either bring you into one of our programs or set up custom training for you. Are you a new executive director? We have programs for that. New manager? We have programs for that. Are you on a board and you need finance education or governance? We have training opportunities for that as well. We'll include a link to some of the funding opportunities that are open in our show notes. Also just posted on social media. September 30th, we're going to open our applications for our leadership star lab. We encourage you to come. The first session we'll provide at no cost and everybody can come and try us on for size. The program will begin in December of 2022 to take us into the new year. As a follow-up to this podcast, watch your inbox and our social media posts. We'll put the links in the show notes for the Leadership Lab application that opens September 30th. Why not invest in yourself? Who better to invest in? We hope you like this episode. To learn more about us, check out our website and sign up for our newsletter at MorningStarConsultant.com and follow us on social media. There are links to our courses, business consulting, or coaching in the show notes. Don't see what you need? Contact us. We are Morningstar Consultants, business and life strategists, and we can show you how to keep your day job.